It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. We have a very special subject about drug awareness, and uh, Deb Comella joins us. She's the executive director of Lee County Coalition for a Drug-Free Southwest Florida, and she joins us. We also have a special guest, which is the chairman of the board, John Ang. He's going to be with us shortly as well. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. So this is interesting because it's such an epidemic. Every time you hear like Lester Holt on NBC News or someone talking about this drug epidemic in America. Uh, and so here you come and tell me about your role for the uh, Lee County Coalition for Drug Free Southwest Florida. Well, at the coalition, we do prevention events for families and children. And we work to keep kids making good choices about drugs and alcohol. And since 1994, we've been very privileged to have a Drug House Odyssey in Lee County. It's one of the largest prevention events, and it's an alcohol and underage drinking and drinking and driving prevention event. It's attended by about a thousand fifth graders every year. So you can imagine it's it's an exciting couple of days at the Civic Center. Absolutely. There are a lot of people. Apparently, there are more people that suffer from, from drug and alcohol addiction or abuse than, than we think. Is that right? Well, you never know. You know, you always hope that people are making good decisions. But, um, yeah, we don't. Uh, we do collect data. And the one thing I can tell you that is, is good news is that um, between um, 2014 and 2016, the amount of kids um, using alcohol dropped about 6%. Also, the amount of kids using marijuana so there is some good news to be had. Well, that's good. But you read about these things about like the Tide Challenge and uh, all these about like different ways that people are, are uh, finding a high kids today with, uh, with these uh, Tide Pods. And uh, have you experienced that in your end? Well, it's always uh, adolescents are hardwired to take risks. Uh, so if, if they're not ingesting one thing, they're trying another thing. And that's why it's so very important. Um, that every night at dinner we sit down and talk to our kids. We recommend that you start when they're four or five. So the kids get in the habit of talking. And what's more importantly is that parents get in a habit of listening. Because in order to get ahead of some of these behaviors and, and trends, we need to listen to what our kids are saying. We need to find out what's going on in school. And we need to talk to them about it. And that dialogue has to be established very early in the family, so kids are comfortable talking to us and problem-solving with us. That's a good uh, point, and not in a chat session, right, or just uh, <laughs> like real face-to-face -face time, like the, the, the way... Well, you can do it any way you want. You know, it's hard now for kids to, it's hard now to, for families to sit down to dinner. Mm -hmm. So you, you're going to ride to soccer practice. You're going to take, you know, you're going to ride somewhere. You're going to take them to a party Friday night and you know, and talk to them about making good choices and, you know, what happens if they're uncomfortable. A lot of, a lot of families now have, uh, have a secret code. If their kids feel like they're in danger, they text X to their mom or their dad and their, their parents come and pick them up, no questions asked. And they can blame it on their mom. You know, oh my gosh, my mom is going to, you know, my mom wants to see, you know, roll your eyes and, so parents need to work with their children, and they need to listen to their children. And as we all know, adolescents can get a little mm. lippy, and we need to be comfortable with that, and we need to be open with that. And, and that's how you deal with some of these dangerous trends, because, as I say, adolescents are hardwired to take risks, and they're always going to be 
some crazy things on mm-hmm. the internet and you know we need to get between yeah. them and i like what you said about communication because if you watch that show intervention you could see that there is a, a foundation of not such good communication between parents or someone that was hurt and and it seems like a reorienting people uh young kids or adults about communication and so wh- what is your biggest challenge in in your role as the executive director of uh of coalition or Lee County Coalition for Drug-Free Southwest Florida? Well, I think that the challenge is always communicating with families on uh, different ways that that they can um, keep their kids making good decisions. You know, it's hard to get to everybody. (laughs) But that's why we're we're fortunate to have Drug House Odyssey, which is able to reach so many people. Yeah, tell us about this, because if you go on the website, of course, it's uh, drugfreewfl.org. Again, that's drugfree, wfl.org. S-W- you can see it's drugfree swfl.org. Yeah, oh, you know what? I'm sorry, but thank you. I'll edit that out. <laughs> Make sure. Okay, so <laughs> well, it's connected to your website. So if they go to your website, they'll get yeah, to that's our true. Website. You look at the sponsors page, and we're we're proud to have you as a sponsor. Yeah. So once again, it's uh, drugfree, and then an S and wfl.org. And so how do you arrange right. all these different events, and uh, what are some of the, the best, I guess, good-feel stories that you have uh, as a result of them? Well, one of my favorite stories was I was out to dinner with just some friends of mine, and um, and it was around the time of Drug House Odyssey, and somebody said to me, oh, boy, she said, you know, um, when I was a kid, I went through Drug House Odyssey, and they told me that um, – if I if I drank, I wouldn't be able to become a teacher. So I never drank in high school. I went to college. I became a teacher. And then um, now she brings her students to Drug House Odyssey. Hmm. So, you know, it's it's a very uh, it's a very great circle that she went to Drug House Odyssey. It impacted her. She made good decisions, and now she's encouraging her students to make the same good decisions. Is it difficult to connect with all the people and, and let them know about the awareness in the community? Is that the biggest challenge? And is it is it different from every state, or, or how do you do you connect with other states, not just Southwest Florida? Oh, sure. We connect. In fact, um, an event that we did in Lehigh Acres on Monday, um, already the pictures from Lehigh Acres are on the national website for national drug and alcohol facts day so our kids in lehigh are now nationally (laughs) and they were you know they were talking about um making good decisions and so yeah we connect with nationally and we collect we um connect in florida anyway so any way that we can because we get a lot of good you know good ideas from other other coalitions and if people have a problem that where do they go to it's 211 is what they dial yeah they if you dial United Way 211, it gets you to the United Way helpline, and they have a list of, um, you know, drug drug and alcohol treatment resources. We're only in prevention. I see. And so tell me what a typical day would be like for you. I mean, again, we want everyone to know about that uh, Drug House Odyssey Family Nights taking place January 31st uh, from 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. to 7 p.m., and it's free. Uh, we want to, of course, talk more about that and... Um, so tell, tell us a little bit about putting this event together. Well, we have about 20 different community agencies that come together. We, have, uh, we are so fortunate in Lee County because we get all of the actual community heroes are involved. So Lee Health moves an entire operating room to the Civic Center. Lee County EMS, the Bay Shore and North Fort Myers 
fire departments. Um, we have the Cape Coral Police Department. We have a huge contingent from the Lee County Sheriff's Office. Um, the Office of the State's Attorney brings attorneys for the courthouse scenes. And we have two high schools, Mariner and Fort Myers High Schools, because the only actors are um, the, are the, the teenagers. Everyone else, as they walk through, they see real uh, police officers. They see the real EMS. They see the real firefighters. They see real attorneys, doctors and nurses. So not only do they get this great prevention message, but they get to see our community heroes in action. Yeah, I like the way that you put that, because uh, people who suffer from drug and alcohol, they can get to know the police officers on a different way, uh, a different wavelength, if you will, where they can get to know that they really do care about them, their well-being in the community. Do sometimes people have a, a rebellious attitude about these folks that care, like firefighters and police officers? Well, they don't at Drug House Odyssey. <laughs> oh, well, I can't speak to. They're educated to, about it, yeah. I can't speak to other. I mean, they're the 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 classroom teachers are fabulous, and everybody's extremely respectful. Yeah. So, as they should yeah, they, be. I agree. I agree. But sometimes you hear about that again if you watch, you know, the show Intervention, or just you know, in real time, that uh, sometimes uh, people are a little rebellious about uh, the people who care. Uh, about that foundation, that fiber in the community, like a police officer or a firefighter. And uh, they, there's no need to be rebellious, but sometimes uh, uh, they can feel that way. It's, uh, I guess people who suffer from drug and alcohol could be them feeling like it's them against society sometimes. Right. Well, I can't speak to that. Um, I know, you know, Drug House Odyssey is targeted at fifth graders. So. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and, that's, and that's important because if, if things get out of control... Uh, that's not a. They have to understand at the beginning that these these people do care. Tell us what else you're you're working on, and and what else, uh, of course, you'd like to speak about. Well, we're really delighted to be offering SAD clubs in the school students against destructive decisions. That's what we've done in Lehigh Acres, and that's um, on Monday they had um, National Drug and Alcohol Facts Day, and we're doing things in April for um, Alcohol Prevention Month. So, we think that all of these groups are going to. Um, kind of help inoculate our kids against drug abuse and, and help them make good choices. So, you know, we work very hard in the community to work with community groups and agencies to provide education, to, to provide uh, uh, opportunities for kids to get involved in very positive activities. We have kids that volunteer for the coalition. We found our Lee County kids, we know they're making good decisions. We know they're great kids, and it's always a privilege for me to work with them. Yes, you mentioned on the website it's recommended for families, church groups, youth groups, scout troops, and concerned citizens alike. And uh, do, you, are you, do you get a lot of people who volunteer for this? Do you get calls from people who say... Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, you uh, you can't even imagine how many volunteers I need, and, and we get all kinds. We get the voice volunteers. The Cape Coral Police Department volunteers are going to be there. We get uh, family, parents, all kinds of people that volunteer for it. We couldn't do it without our volunteers. And how did you get involved with all this? I mean, what's your what's your background as far as being the executive director? Sometimes there's always a good story there. There's not a good story there. I just enjoy working. <laughs> I work. I enjoy working in the in prevention, and I uh, I found Lee County to be. A really a wonderful supportive place that really cares about their kids. And are you doing more than, how can I say, I mean, there's always events and things like that that you put together. What does the future look like for you as far as uh, uh, drug prevention? Well, I think that we're always, you know, we're always looking for 
innovative ways to for kids to make good decisions. One of the things we're doing in our SAD clubs is that the kids are going to start making their own YouTube commercials and and their own videos because they can help other kids make good decisions. So excited that the kids are going to teach me a little bit more about what kind of message we're giving out to the community. That's a good point. Now, that's a good way to use social media now, isn't it? Well, they know more about it than I do. They probably could have gotten this call going a lot better than I did because these kids know it's amazing. Um, We do a hashtag refuse game every year at the Cape Coral High School to to talk about making good choices. And those kids are, it takes me about 10 minutes to do my tweet and it takes them about 25 seconds. They're they're hardwired. Kids are very good at social media. They're hardwired that way. But as far as awareness goes and the way that we communicate today, that's true. That that's probably the best way to go about yeah. doing it. Now, people can also, they can make a donation on your website. Is that right? They sure can. Okay, so. That's where, you know, they can do it via PayPal or, you know, contact me. And we're always happy to have sponsors and, um, you know, the, the that really supports the all the good work that everybody's doing in the community. Mm-hmm. For and all people have to go, they just click on the donate button when they go to drug free and then right. S. The letter S, WFL.org. Yeah. And um, so, um, you know, I, it, it's tell me tell me where your heart's at right now as far as where these kids touch you the most. Well, I think that they're energetic. I think that they're creative. I think that they're questioning. I think that we just have fabulous kids. They, they were, they're working hard in school. Um, we're, uh, thanks to the wonderful people at the United Way, we're doing um, a, a video, and these the kids are taking time after school. They're practicing for Drug House Odyssey. Their teachers are helping them, and you know it's just a it's a pleasure for us to have them so committed. I think kids are prevent uh, they're committed to prevention, and they're committed to helping other kids make good decisions. Yeah, also. I keep thinking it has to start young. You mentioned the fifth grade, and unless it does, it it could really go out of control, and people could go to prison and all kinds of Bad things happen, but uh, so I'm sure that there have been stories that uh, someone would have gone in the wrong direction if it wasn't for you, uh, for Lee County Coalition for Drug-Free Southwest Florida that end up in, a, in the bad side of the, of the tracks. Or maybe maybe that happened. People said, well, I should have listened when I was there. Well, I think that the, the data, contrary to what you see in the media, the data indicates that most kids are making good decisions. Most kids are wonderful. They're doing great things in our community. They're volunteering at school. They're volunteering for their groups. We have a red ribbon award ceremony every year. These kids are amazing. And I think that's no matter what the media tries to tell us, we need to remember that these are really who our kids are. Our kids are really like our red ribbon award recipients and they're going to college. In fact, some of them are going to college while they're still in high school. And they're just amazing, amazing kids. And that's what we need to remember. That's who our kids are in Lee County. Okay. And so once again, let's talk about that, uh, the event that you have coming up. And if you just uh, recap. Sure. Sure. It's Drug House Odyssey Family Night. It's at the Lee County Civic Center, 11831 Bayshore Road in North Fort Myers. You're going to come in the back way. We have the entire back parking lot for which we're very grateful to the to Lee County and the Lee County Civic Center because they're donating that space to us and uh, come to the welcome tent the tour lasts about 40 minutes it's uh, not recommended for kids under the age of eight but you can come with your family and your scout group and your neighbors and you don't need a reservation 
Um, we have tours start between about 5 and about 6.30, and after that, it gets dark. And then we have lots of vendors that are also going to have a good prevention message for your family and resources. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys do the right thing, and uh, it's you. you I, I agree with you. You hear too many times the things that don't work out, and uh, when it comes to drug, uh, the drug epidemic, instead of all the feel-good stories of what people are doing for for drug prevention. I'm glad you mentioned that. Well, you know, our kids are tremendous. They're I they're I see them almost every day, and they are just the best. But that's not a good story. Yeah, well, I, I hear you. I mean, you know, it's it, I guess it's it's how can I say this. When you report the losses, the overdoses, and things like that, and the mm-hmm. and the craziness, instead of instead of the good communication or the way that people can be reoriented, kids, so that they know mm-hmm. what to expect if things get out of control in their life. I mean, because when you're going through stuff as a teenager uh, and the hormones and everything, it's hard to figure life out. You think that something bad is really happening to you instead of being armed and prepared with with knowledge, which is what you do. Yeah, and if it's okay, I'd like John now to make a few comments because, um, you know, we depend on the community. He's totally a community volunteer. He probably spends about as much time on this as I do. And I think he's he's just another great example of a wonderful parent, a wonderful community leader, and he's so valuable. So I'm going to let you talk to him. Yes, Deb Comella, who's the executive director of Lee County Coalition for Drug-Free Southwest Florida. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. How Good morning. are you? And uh, this is John Eng, and just so our audience knows, he's the chairman of the board. And uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How doing are you doing? Good. I um, I'm glad that you could talk, and uh, you know, you could obviously hear the heart of of Deb. Uh, yes. Give her a nice raise, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, she exactly. cares about people, obviously, in the community, as do you. Tell tell me your uh, position there for uh, again, Lee County Coalition for Drug Free Southwest Florida. Yes, I'm chairman of the board here, uh, and my job is to work closely with Deb and add value for her and the board, working closely with the board of directors, obviously uh, reaching out to the community, find those in the community that have a passion and are willing to donate their time and uh, help us do things uh, that make a difference. And, you know, obviously everything's built around prevention and, uh, you know, the aspects that's around now, that. Now, let's talk money. That's uh, the, uh, how how difficult yes. is it uh, to fund these programs and uh, do people not know? Because you know you have to put it all together. Is that is that the biggest challenge? And if it is, what how is that a challenge? Well, the the biggest challenge as far as you know, the programs are expensive. The sad clubs, which we have started here in Southwest Florida, um, you know those are things we have to fund solely on our own. We don't get money to do that. Um, you know, grant money historically, coalitions have worked off grant money that they, re- that they receive from the federal level. Um, we recognized a number of years ago that we'd have to independently start raising money because the grant money has started to go away um, as the federal government doesn't, uh, you know, have have room in its uh, budget to continue to fund coalitions and various other not-for-profits. Uh, so we were proactive with that. We have uh, our main fundraising event right now is the Busey Bank Run for Prevention. Um, this is going to be our fifth year for that run. Um, we do that the first Saturday in every October, and it, uh, we do it in downtown Fort Myers at Centennial Park. And uh, you run the 5K over the bridge. But that, you know, last year we earned, uh, we netted close to $30,000 wow. off that, which allows us to, you know, put three sad clubs into place. It costs us about $10,000 a year minimum per sad club to keep them operating. Um so it is not cheap, um, but they are beneficial. 
we were fortunate in Lehigh. We did expand to Lehigh this year, um, working in correlation with the Boys and Girls Club out there. We do it in their house out there. So we've got a captive audience with kids there. And that has been an amazing success. Yeah, I was going to say, people- um, being able to have that audience on a monthly basis and build prevention and get them to understand that the, some of the risks that they take won't really uh, pay off the dividends that they they may think they will long term. Yeah, I probably lose weight if I work there because uh, you guys have all these great runs people go on and uh, and get involved with, and um, it, I don't think people really understand just how much it goes into all this and drug prevention. Sometimes people look at government funding and say well sometimes people maybe don't or neglect let's just say neglect whether it be veterans or or even drug and alcohol but uh but you guys really care and uh, what what would you say to people when they say that uh, too many of these programs are underfunded or are they oh no they're greatly underfunded i think that the biggest issue we have especially in southwest florida here is just you know we don't have the ability to help all those that are in need once they start with an addiction issue or a mental health issue. So obviously with that, probably not changing anytime soon nationally. Um, our job as a coalition is to get out there in front of it and build prevention to keep kids from experimenting with drugs and alcohol. Um, you know, and, and data shows that the experimentation now is in the fifth grade. Hmm. So kids are experimenting with drugs and alcohol in the fifth grade now. So that's really our target audience is the fifth grade and then continue that on up via sad clubs as well as the drug house odyssey. Um, and we do have, you know, we are filming the Drug House Odyssey. It will be a professional production after this year. Really? Um, we are doing it in, in an isolated atmosphere, so it will be something that we can take to the national level and get that message out there to any school, any classroom, mm. any youth group, any organization that wants to use that. That will be available for yeah, them. Yeah, because you talk about using social media for good or evil, and so when it comes to Correct. prevention, I mean, there are too many people. There were, you know, a lot of people mentioned on YouTube who the kids follow and watch. And then we talked about, the, and we won't talk about it again, the Tide Challenge that people do and uh, how influenced these these kids are. But uh, you can actually use it in a, in a good way, social media, so that they're informed. And are you, are you surprised once again, though, that I guess just people don't know that in their community, maybe even parents, too, that uh, where to find help? That, that is true, and, and we make it easy because we are not a provider of the coalition. Our job is to work with providers that have expertise in various areas, so we are a resource. So parents can come to our website, they can contact us, and we have a list of resources to help them, whether their kids are suffering from mental health issues, uh, addiction issues, you know, any type of issue that might be out there, we can get them in direct contact with the provider, get those parents or grandparents, teachers, the information they need, to help, you know, the the path to healing for and that. Tell child. me again, though, how does this how does this happen as far as from a young age? I mean, to think that in the fifth grade, even that they are susceptible kids to experimenting. How does that happen? How does that begin? Oh, a lot of times, well, it can happen a number of ways. Obviously, their exposure is much greater now to the world than it was five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago with with social media and with the internet. So now, what kids are exposed to in fifth grade and fourth grade, whether it's their families, whether it's um, other siblings they may have, neighbors, or just you know something they've seen on the internet, um, and they start experimenting with drugs or alcohol. A lot of times they see their parents doing it, so they do it. And you know, in in most cases, a high percentage of households are you know there's two wage earners in the house, um, or it's a single mom out there working two or three jobs trying to keep the roof over their head, and there's not really the focus on the child that there used to be. Um, you know, and parents are equally as distracted by social media, the internet, TV, binge-watching shows, 
and just the whole family values and family dynamic has changed now to where it was 20 years ago. And that's why I always say, you know, it, it takes a community to raise a family anymore. You know, you got to pay attention to your neighbor's kids. If you see something that's maybe a little bit stranger or you hear something, you got to share it with those parents, share it with their teachers. Um, because there are people in each child's life that will, you know, do the best they can to help guide that child the right way. So even if the child's, you know, underprivileged in the fact that their parents may not have the ability or want to or have the same belief system to go down that road, whether it's alcohol experimentation or marijuana, you know, somebody in their life will, whether it's a teacher at school, hmm. whether it's a neighbor, you know, somebody at church. It has to be that way because uh, I know that, how can I say, the parents can't always do it. I mean, I, you would expect that the parents would be the ones to rear up the, the children correctly, if you will, and uh, and a lot of times it falls into the hands of of um not only the uh, helpers in in a coalition such as Lee County Coalition for drug-free um, Southwest Florida, but also the school, and are they prepared for that? Correct. Well, the, the schools are, you know, they're prepared to the best they can. I think, you know, they've got budgetary issues of their own that they've got to deal with. They've got, uh, you know, certain demands that they have to meet and expectations, whether it's from the federal level or the state level. Um, so, you know, as in the past where there used to be a health class or something that every kid went through in various grades, there may not be the ability for that anymore because the academic demands, how block scheduling is, you know, various different things like that. So I think the school district does as good of a job as it can, um, you know, having to meet the demands it needs to meet. But ultimately, there's other areas where we can get that message out there, whether it's through, you know, civic activities, you know, um, various different organizations, and things like yeah. that. And so John Ang, he joins us, chairman of the board of Lee County Coalition for Drug-Free Southwest Florida. Is that you that uh, in the, on the website with those giant scissors in the ribbon cutting? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I'm looking right here at the, the news section. And, uh, and also, of course, the Drug House Odyssey Family Night. That's the big night. And uh, when is that again? Yes. That is uh, Family Night is Wednesday, February 1st. Or January 31st, excuse me, and that's from 5 to 7, and that gives anyone in the community, whether it's a youth group, an individual household, bring a neighbor's kid with you, whatever you may have, the chance to go through the Drug House Odyssey, which, again, is, you know, a journey. You're going through a theatrical play. It goes from the beginning of, hey, I went to a party with a friend, got the opportunity to have take drugs or alcohol, what do I do with that opportunity, and continues to move through to, oops, I got pulled over because I was weaving, to... Oh, now I've lost my scholarship because I've got a felony on me because I was, you know, under the influence of driving and, you know, various different aspects of that. Another group of kids crash their car. Unfortunately, one girl doesn't make it. You get to go through the scene of a, a real-life trauma room where they're actually trying to bring that child back to life. It doesn't work out, and then you get to see the consequences of the family afterwards and how they're devastated that they lost their teenage daughter. Who puts all this together? I and mean, that's, that's really interesting that you have that, uh, and it captures the attention. Is it... Does it come from one or two people, or is there just one marketing genius, or how many? How do, how do we everyone put these uh, these things together and get these ideas? Well, De Deb coordinates this on an wow. annual basis, so uh, she puts in hours upon hours upon hours to make sure this goes off seamlessly. Um, we've been doing it for a number of years, so she's fortunate that uh, you know she's got the firefighters trained very well and the EMS teams that pull the kids out of the car. She's got the police officers that actually do the pull, the pull, you know, pulling over the car trained. Um, the kids, she's got to train all new kids every year. 
Um, she doesn't have the same kids every day that go through each production, so she's got numerous you know groups of kids she's got to train. So it's a it's a big undertaking, but it's worth it. I mean, to see the the emotion that comes across these kids as they go through this journey of the drug house odyssey is it's quite eye opening, and it's also equally as eye opening that you know, you know, this year compared to five years ago, you know, that some kids aren't alarmed by any of this because they're exposed to so much, whether it's through video games or whether it's TV and movies. So that's that's the other issue we have as a community and a coalition is you know some of these theatrical plays or movies that you put on you know as realistic as you make them seem they're they're accustomed to seeing people mm. get shot they're accustomed to seeing people dying on tv there so it's not as alarming as it was wow. five and ten years ago and that that aspect won't change so a lot of it is in the message that you so deliver. last questions for both i want to ask um when it comes to just one thing that you would say okay to to kids to fifth graders if you could speak to them and they're listening uh, with their parents. Let's just say one thing to the uh, maybe a fifth grade kid and one thing to parents out there in southwest Florida. And whether you or Deb or both, what would you say? I'd say for the kids um, that regardless of what you think, if you experiment or drugs and alcohol, it will have a negative impact on your life one way or another. Whether it's a tragic impact or whether it's just it's affected your grades or ability to go to college. Um, and as far as parents is, you know, talk to your kids, pay attention to your kids, be active in their life. I know you're tired. I know you work hard. But trust me, the time goes fast. And the more you pay attention and the more you interact and talk to your kids, it's amazing the difference you can make in their Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. And that's Drug House Odyssey Family Night, January 31st. And again, it's from what, 5 to 7. Is that right? That's All right, correct. so yes. John Ng, who is the chairman of the board, and also Deb Comella, thanks so much for joining us here in the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. They are with the Lee County Coalition for Drug-Free Southwest Florida, doing good work, and we want our audience, of course, to go on the website also and attend the Drug House Odyssey Family Night. You go to uh, drugfreeswfl.org and even make a donation if you see fit. People have... You know, all kinds of different stories. Uh, we don't expect uh, relatives uh, deeply that, uh, you know, drug and alcohol abuse has affected them. So I'm sure they'll, they'll want to do the right thing and, of course, attend. Thanks for being on the program. Thank you. Have a great day.